Hello and welcome to the Cafe Binge podcast. I am your host, Amy Thomas from Cafe Binge, and you guys, I am so excited to share today's conversation with you, to share today's guest with you. Uh, We had such an incredible conversation about intuitive horoscopes, about intuition, and about living your truth and staying in your lane. Staying in your lane, living your truth, and being in that present moment, focusing on the present moment from day to day to moment to moment. Because like my guest says, when you are in the present moment, nothing can go wrong. We spin ourselves out of whack when we get out of that present moment. So today's guest is Gazalee Lowe, the Bondi guru, if you guys follow her on Instagram, which you should. And actually, I just realized I said the word should, so I'm not going to shit on you, but look Gazalee up, look up the Bondi guru on Instagram and just see if it resonates with you because her message has resonated with me in a big, big, big way. Gazalee is the creator of the Bondi Guru. She is the Bondi Guru and she offers daily intuitive horoscopes and monthly star sign coaching audios. So you'll hear more about her and her story in the episode, of course, and what she does and what her offerings are and what they will be in year 2020, which is just around the corner and there's lots of exciting things coming. But what got me hooked on the Bondi Guru is the daily intuitive horoscopes. And they are different and unlike any horoscopes that I've ever read. One, because whenever I read them, they like strike me to my core. And I've always known that they've been so intuitive. And I couldn't figure out how she did them, which is unlike any other astrologer, which Gazalea is not an astrologer. And she will be very quick to clear that up with me on the on the podcast. But when I first discovered Gazalee, when I first heard about and was reading the Bondi Guru daily, I thought that she was an astrologer. And I was like, how is she getting this so spot on every single day for every person? Because I would send out her daily intuitive horoscopes to my closest friends. And like, it was the same, like so intuitive and just kind of pings you. And her method for downloading these daily intuitive messages for us is unlike anything that I've ever heard of or witnessed in the realm of astrology, which is not what she's into. And I will give you a little clue that Gazelle doesn't look at star charts. She offers these intuitive horoscopes for all of the zodiac signs. So the like Pisces, Virgo, Scorpio, you know what I'm saying, Leo. Um, but she doesn't ever look at a star chart and she is the first to say that she doesn't understand astrology and she doesn't go there. She doesn't learn about it. She is just living her magic and offering us all of these very, very cool intuitive messages. I have to just say this really quickly. I'm going to read one of these messages that I read on the day that I was going in for surgery, the day that I was going in for surgery on my nose to be able to breathe better, my intuitive message for that day was, 
What I love about where you are is that you won't allow yourself to get lost in all the stories and thoughts about the past and what ifs. My feeling is that you have ov- that you have overcome a challenge that has been sitting in the back of your mind taking up quite a lot of space over the years and today you'll free yourself from this challenge and there is room for you to breathe. In fact, what you'll find is that there is a lot of room for you to breathe, dear Scorpio. And with all of this new breathing room, you can put your creative hat on and start creating some masterpieces in your life. So, I mean, mine was quite literal that day. Like, I went in to have this surgery done so I could breathe, so I could fix this broken nose and could finally breathe. And it's so interesting how this intuitive message lined up so perfectly because in the beginning she says that I get lost in all of these stories and thoughts about the past and what ifs and I totally was when I was going in for the surgery that day I was thinking about all of the what ifs of what could go wrong of if people would judge me for getting surgery done on my nose and saying it was something or just judging me in general and I was finally freeing myself from this thing of I hadn't been able to breathe for years and years and years but didn't want to go in and get surgery on my nose and finally was doing it and could finally breathe and like emotionally breathe as well. So anyways, I just thought that that was so cool. Um, Another really cool message is the day that I launched Glow Binge, my online intuitive beauty course that is now closed enrollment, but maybe we'll open it again next year sometime. But the day that I opened that course, I was feeling kind of like, I mean, I was a little bit nervous, but I was really to that point, I was really like excited and firm and knew that what I was putting out there was 100% my truth and what I believed and was the medicine that's helped me. But my reading for that day was, all the stories mean nothing when you are in the now. And by nothing, I mean that they don't have all the meanings you are placing on them, dear Scorpio. All that is going on around you cannot affect that deep sense of peace that exists within you no matter what is going on. Who you are doesn't rely on numbers and bank accounts and status and so on. And so if you're feeling disconnected, then you need to come back to the now and connect with yourself again. You need to remember who you are beyond all the stories, emotions, and thoughts. And once you land back in that now, you'll recognize the love that has been there all along. This love is what carries you forward. So... If you guys knew what was going on on my mind, in my mind that day, was that I was nervous, but I was I had this deep sense of peace that releasing Globinge was something that I needed to do. It needed to be done, and it had been nagging at me for like a year, like at least nine months, like do this, put this out there, do this, put this out there. And I've said that so many times that Globinge didn't feel like me. It was this idea that came to me, and I was... I had to be this conduit for it to come. I was this channel for this information to come through. And so it didn't ever feel like me. It just felt like Globinge is its own entity. It's its own thing. And so I had this sense of peace. And I also didn't want to ever get focused on the numbers, on the bank accounts, on money. And it's just interesting that this intuitive horoscope talked about that. 
And I wanted and I understood that this course would go to whoever needed it. And that's all I wanted to focus on. So during the launch throughout that week or however long it was, I didn't want to look at the numbers. I didn't want to focus on the numbers. I didn't want to focus on money or bank accounts or seeing people as numbers, but just fully trusting that I was putting out into the world, out into the universe, what intuitively came to me. And I trusted that if I was holding up my end of the bargain with the universe of doing the thing that I felt like I needed to do, that everything would be okay. And it didn't matter. The numbers didn't matter. The bank account didn't matter. And I didn't want to even look at the numbers. I didn't look at, I didn't look at how many people were in the course really until the last day. I one time on accident saw the number, but I, I was consci- consciously trying to not focus on the numbers. I just wanted the message to get out to who needed to receive it. And that's all I wanted to focus on. So anyways, her messages are so cool and so intuitive and so on point. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know Gazelay, get to know the Bondi guru, and to be able to partake in her magic because her intuitive gift is insane it's beautiful it's wonderful and it's a gift it's a gift to every single one of us so i am excited to introduce you to gazelay low the bondi guru let's get to the show how are you oh my goodness beautiful i can hear you all the way are you in australia right i am okay beautiful yeah, yeah. how what, what time is it there right now uh, we got 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay, beautiful. Ah, okay, so Gazelay. Did I say your name correctly? Gazelay? Yeah. Gazelay okay. Lowe. Beautiful. Yeah. Gazelay, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay, so can I just tell you that, I mean, I've already told you, you have the most intuitive daily horoscopes I have ever read. Like, truly ever. I think the first time I contacted you was after... I was receiving surgery that day for my nose for a breathing problem and my horoscope for that day said I have a feeling you're going to be breathing better after today and I was shook. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like a superpower you have. I don't know how you do it. Um, but I want to talk all about astrology and intuitive horoscopes today. Sure. So, let's I just want to hear about you. I want to hear about you where you started in all of this and how it led to here. Okay, cool. It's funny because um, when I got your, uh, I think you sent me something about some things we might uh, discuss, and one of them was astrology. I was like, I was speaking to a friend because I'm like, how do I explain uh, to Amy or to anybody? I don't actually know anything about astrology. Yeah. Um, I've never studied astrology. So for me, everything comes from intuition. Um, mm-hmm. And if you, like, where I started, I would say when I was about 12 years old, my mum and her friends used to hang out together and do little coffee cup readings, like way back. They do what um, kind so of like, readings? They're like little Turkish coffee cup readings. Oh, cool. I've never so, had that. Yeah, it's really cool. Like you pick up the, I guess you drink the coffee and then you, you can do a reading based on what you're seeing. Yeah. Uh, in the coffee cup. And so I started that, I picked it up one day and I read it and my mum's friends were like, hey, she's really good. So they started coming over hey, is, is Gazelay home because I just wanted to get a quick reading, you know? Um, so that's where it all started for me. And then from there, I just continued to uh, use my intuition to, you know, 
move forward and then years later the intuitive horoscopes came about yeah so even though it's intuitive you still use the words like for me I'm a Scorpio or Leo you still use all of those like astrological names right I do I use them what I wanted to do was to get a message of empowerment across to as many people as possible uh, one day, one of my brothers asked, hey, can you write horoscopes? He was going to put a magazine together. I was like, no, I don't know anything about astrology. And my younger brother said, yeah, but you do like intuitive stuff, so you probably should be able to write something. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll give it a go. I wrote it, and it was a hit from that day forward. No um, yeah, it's about being in the energy of each star sign gives me the information that I need, which is why I didn't study astrology. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I was actually just talking about this to someone today because I was asking her what kind of coaching program she did. And I was just thinking sometimes I think when you receive so much formal education in something, it kind of ruins the magic of just who you are and what intuitive information can come through because you have all this programming now in your head about how it should be that you can't just receive messages anymore. So I actually love that because, yeah, it's like it's all just coming to you intuitively, which is so freaking awesome. Um, Just now you had also said when you're in the energy of that sign, like how do you get in that energy of that sign? Uh, So I will – I mean there's no real way of me doing things. I've, I've, I've practiced presence for so many years and part of that is just bringing attention to the inner energy field of the body. Uh, so I guess you could say through presence I'll know, okay, now I'm going to write, for example, for the Leo, which Leos have been one of the, my most challenging uh, for star signs to connect with through the years. Why is but that? That's the biggest one. That of, uh, because I, I never knew how to connect with the Leo. Um I, I didn't understand Leos, uh-huh. right? My, my lack of understanding was like, well, I just don't connect with Leos. That's mm-hmm. all it is. But as I go into the energy of that star sign um, uh, through presence, I just realize, ah, so this is the traits and characteristics of a Leo, and this is how they need to be heard, and this is how they need uh, the message to get across to them. Once I learned that, Leo, me and Leos just became like that. Really? <laughs> How amazing. That's incredible. Um, Wow, that is so cool. Can I ask, what is your sign? What's your star sign or your sun sign? Pisces. You're a Pisces? I love Pisces. One of my most (laughs) favorite friends I have is a Pisces. And I feel like, because I'm a Scorpio, we're like both water signs. I get along with Pisces like swimmingly. That's so cool. Because you said you couldn't connect with a Leo, is it because you didn't know many Leos in your life? Do you ever use people in your life as kind of inspiration to tap into that energy? So I make sure that I don't do that because yeah. I don't want to be projecting my idea of who I think that person is. I don't I don't feel that that would be fair. Yeah. Uh, I've had a lot of people say, oh, you you just know what's going on in like your mom's life or your friend's life and that's how you write it. And I'm like, well, you believe what you want. But, yeah. but no, I so I definitely don't do that. <laughs> well, that's cool. I like it. I feel like that makes the message purer, you know? That yeah. is so cool. So you're not an astrologist. You're an, an – what do you call yourself? An intuitive I'm actually reader? a facilitator. You're a what? Not, I'm actually a facilitator. What does that so mean? So my main role is facilitating groups and individuals, uh, whether I do one-on-one work or through – you could call it – it's kind of like intuitive therapy. Okay. Right? But it goes a lot deeper than what – Therapy, I feel like, can be quite surface. So um, my job as a facilitator is to help you go back to yourself and realize who you are. 
Okay, beautiful. If I ask you a bunch of questions, you, you go back home to yourself. That's ultimately what I do. Yeah. And then I, facil- I use that facilitation uh, to facilitate my horoscopes. I think it's the best way to say it. Okay. So when yeah. you're doing those horoscopes and you're facilitating, is it basically like you're facilitating with yourself to be able to download that information? Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, I feel like when I'm doing the horoscopes, the where I use facilitation would be, for example, in coaching you, for example, as a Scorpio, well, this is what's going on in the energy of the Scorpio, and this is how you can use the energy of the Scorpio, and this is probably a good question to ask yourself. That's where the facilitation comes in, okay. which is what makes these horoscopes very different to, I believe, what you, what other stuff you'll see out there. Yeah. That's what makes it really different. Yeah, because you don't even glance at a star chart, right? No, no. I think all that stuff would just become – I love the way you said it before. It's just information – I don't need it. It'll just get in my way. Yeah. Um, so I know I won't do that. That is so yeah. cool. So Gazali, I want to talk about, because you were saying when you were a kid and you were reading these Turkish coffee cups, it just came to you. How did you exercise that intuitive muscle throughout your life to where you fully trust it now? Like what are the steps to be able to strengthen intuition? Okay. Uh, it would be strange. Uh, no way. My process was um, whenever people would say to me, oh, I don't think that what you said is true, that was my confirmation that I was spot on. Um, I don't know if that was arrogance or not, but I used that. uh, I don't know if it was negative, but I used when people said, oh, I'm not really sure about what you said here. That always felt like I knew I was on the right track Um, because it would always come back around. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it was true. Uh, How I've uh, been able to deepen my experience of intuition is practicing presence and being in the here and now of my life over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the intuition is in the now anyway. It's nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think that's how we get so quickly out of intuition is because we're not here in the present very often? 100%. Yeah. yeah. I remember actually one time you said that to me. It was – I was asking a question about one of your horoscopes and you were like – Nothing can go wrong when you're in the here and now. Just like stay in the here and now and nothing can go wrong. Because I think I think sometimes when people read their horoscopes, if it sounds a little bit scary, they're like, oh no, what's going to happen tomorrow, you know? Or like they try to figure it out and then they're not in the here and now. And I think I was doing that a little bit. And you're like, nothing can go wrong if you're just in the here and now, which yeah. is so cool. Well, you're, you're empowered. If, if you're not present, you're disempowered mm-hmm. and your questions are going to come from the space of disconnection. Yeah. But if you're present, you're empowered, then your question is going to re- lead to empowered answers. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. So your process of intuition, do you feel like you have to get into a like meditative state to be in the here and now and to like get into it or it just comes, it just flows and flows and flows? Yeah. No, no I don't need to get in. I mean, sometimes I put like Tupac on as loud as I can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I do things like a certain, certain new, like Lauren Hill, that's, that's kind of my music. Um, and I do that because that then disconnects me from thinking because I don't want to get any thoughts involved. So sometimes the music is really loud and that music takes me to the energy of the person in the moment that they put the music together because they were in such a flow to be able to, to express that kind of music. So mm-hmm. I use that sometimes as inspiration. Um, but that's about it. No, I don't do anything else for it. Yeah. Not even. It needs <laughs> I think that's so cool. Yeah. Going back to what you said about music, I had talked about this a little bit in this course I just released. <clears throat> because I think when you're in this, 
I was talking about it in terms of to strengthen your intuition, like start just being creative. Like it doesn't matter like what it is, just be creative for creativity's sake, like color in a coloring book, just do something and then like surround yourself with other creations. So yeah, like listening to music, because I feel like when you do that, there's this like transfer of energy, right? Because whoever was making that music was in this like creative, intuitive place and you can kind of like match frequencies to that. That makes sense. Oh, I'm so, and you know what? And I, I feel like that way you can also tell the real from the fake. Yeah. Because you can match the energy of that particular musician at the time of that m- music that they're expressing. Yeah. The more creativity you experience, the more that musician was connected to their truth. And the ones that you just don't, it's like, yeah, something's missing here. <laughs> it's kind of true, absolutely. And it is with those like, kind of like it doesn't have to be a singer songwriter or someone who actually put something into it but I feel like especially when it is someone who like wrote the lyrics and put this soul into their craft into their music into this creation which is so 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 cool um okay so going back to these star signs these intuitive readings so do you feel like does new information come every day or are you kind of like okay for this week I kind of feel like Scorpios are going to be going through this or is it every day you're like they're over here now and now they're here or is it like a week or a month that you're like I'm feeling this and it's still here yeah I see Uh, so when I write the dailies uh, there's no thought process it's just I'll go for example when I get to Scorpio the only thing that happens for me is I feel everything you're going to feel in that day I'll feel it in the space of three minutes because let's say it takes what does it each one takes a couple of minutes to write, wow. okay? So in those couple of minutes, I go through whatever you're going to go through in that day. That's how I know what it's going to – I feel like that's how I know what it's going to feel like and that's how I can uh, make sure that I'm not judging and I'm compassionate to each star sign. Yeah. Um, but the monthly ones that I do, they're a lot longer, that, that process. Mm-hmm. I have an idea of, okay, well, for Scorpio, the theme of the month is going to be, you know, let's say empowerment. I'm just making that up. And then I'll find out how empowerment is going to turn up in opportunities and challenges uh, and how that's going to impact you and what you need to do with that. But all of that, I mean, the energy of your star sign to, to know and understand that information. Yeah. I hope that yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it does. Have you written the, the monthlies for November? Uh, I think, yeah, I have. I've written for Scorpio. Yeah, can, uh, you don't have to read it, but just what is on the horizon. Because I kind of want people to get, like, a feeling of what you do because I want everyone to take part in your magic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they can experience a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Nice. Um, so for the Scorpio, for example, I'll just give you a little bit of an insight. Uh, I'm not going to remember it unless I go back to it. So um, I've written here, so you really don't, have to know what's going to happen in order for you to make the decisions you feel you need to make, dear Scorpio. So this month, Scorpios have to be able to make certain decisions in their lives without looking at the story and getting lost in, well, if the story, the story will tell you things that are lies, the truth is going to be within yourself. So for you to be able to connect within yourself and close your eyes and ears to everything that's going on external to make about three or four uh, decisions that are going to impact 2020. Uh, and these three or four decisions have to be made by the end of November for the uh, Scorpius impacted by okay. 2020. Yeah, so that's kind of the gist of, Okay, you know, so three yeah. or four decisions that I have to make this coming month. 
Okay. Yeah. And do is it is there any insight into like what kind of decisions are going to be made? Or is it just it can be anything? It can be like relationships, career, or is there like a theme for Scorpios this month? Uh, so as you go, I go through the audio, there'll be like um, one of them's in relation to mental health and health and mental wellness. For example, there's certain people or places or events that are in your life that are not supporting health and mental wellness for the Scorpios. So they've got to shift a decision there. Um, and then as it goes along, there's an, uh, a breakthrough with a very old mental pattern, again, around health. There's a few things going on for the Scorpios around their health this month. Okay. Um, yeah, so as it goes along, it'll tell you, I'll give you like specific dates on the 16th of November, this is what's going to be happening. Um, and when I say this is what's happening, I'm always referring to how you're being impacted internally, not the events of your life. I don't think the events of your life matter to the degree of what's happening internally and how to handle what's happening internally. Absolutely. How cool yeah. though. I just got goosebumps on my arm just because you're pulling out dates, like actual dates, like on the 16th or whatever. And that's yeah. just coming to you. Like that's just coming to you absolutely intuitively, which I feel like, and maybe you agree. Do you feel like there's kind of this like mass awakening, especially among women, this awakening to like their power, their intuition? Do you feel that? Or am I, maybe that's just where I live. No, no, I, I, where are you? I'm in the U.S. I'm in Utah. You're in Utah? Do you, do you know oh. anyone in Utah? No, but I've been to Utah. Oh, you um, have? I, I'm not in Utah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I think it is because Utah is a very religious state, and it's like the, it's right. pre, a predominant religion. Yeah. And even if people aren't leaving that religion, but this religion is very patriarchal, and so for years and years and years – women have looked to like a male leader like kind of telling them what to do and I feel like so around me the energy around me it's a lot of women waking up and being like oh actually like maybe I know best for me about what's going on and I feel like they're having this like awakening to this power that they have because we've for a lot of lot of years just given the power to men in the form of like they have this like priesthood power and they know things I guess and so I, I think that's from my perspective of where I'm coming from I'm like oh my gosh everyone's waking up and it's all these women and for me it's really exciting but maybe that's not happening everywhere <laughs> no I think you're saying and, and uh, I feel like obviously there's a very deep awakening going on with you so that's going to reflect naturally in your external world as well yeah. um I do feel that there is an awakening happening and I feel like between now and the beginning of 2020, the opportunity we have as humanity is to drop our history and completely move on from our history. Now, this could be uh, controversial in that a lot of people don't want to let go of their history because of what it's meant because of, you know, so many stories around it. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but I just know that where we are now is we've got to drop history and move forward. What do you mean by dropping history? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I'm just going to be very mindful of how I say this because I know that it could uh, create a bit of backlash. So letting go of what we've been through in history and stop turning it into, well, because of our history, we have to do this, this and this. So taking the wisdom and the lessons from our history and moving on from it. So each individual, as an, in, for an individual perspective, it could be you letting go of your own history, your personal history, yeah. uh, whatever's happened your life um, but in particular what's impacted your life from generations before you that's the stuff I feel we have the opportunity to let go of 
to move forward. Because if we can't let that stuff go, we're going to have to carry it with us again for 2020. Right. And at, like, is- how do we, I guess, how do we let go? How do we even be aware of like, I think we're so programmed to live in this way that how do we consciously let go of history and like let go of the story like you were saying? Yeah. Uh, gee, you're really good. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm honestly just curious because I'm thinking about my own life and it's like sometimes you're just walking around like just with the program, you know, and not even being consciously aware of what's going on or what story you're living or what history is playing out and playing out and playing out, you know? Yeah, yeah, I hear. I hear you. I just, you're, you're very attentive. It's, it's really cool. Um, so my first thing is being present. That's the key. Because uh, unless you're present, you're not going to know what's impacting you. Um, and then, um, for example, currently I'm running a program called the Inner Dialogue. Is for people to recognize what that inner dialogue is saying. So when you're present, bring your attention to the here and now. You might, which you will, start to hear an inner dialogue going on. That inner dialogue is from your history telling you this is happening or that's happening. This is your experience. That inner dialogue is what creates the patterns and your choices when you're unaware. So once you become aware of the inner dialogue, then there's a, I call it like a drop-in. That drop-in takes you to where this inner dialogue comes from, which is it's like, wow, okay, so this is stuff from my mum that her mum said to her, I don't need to carry this stuff anymore. The moment it's acknowledged, it naturally dissipates. You don't have to do anything to let it go. But the work is in being present and then observing the inner dialogue. Yeah. 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 When you had said inner dialogue, I mean, because a dialogue is like a conversation between like two things or, you know, but I was going to ask, like, who's on both sides of that dialogue, you know, because people always talk about like the ego voice or then you have like your inner wisdom voice. Do you feel like that inner dialogue is just voices from the past, from conditioning, from like, would you say that that's the ego voice? Yeah, I would definitely. Um, and I would go as far as saying the ego doesn't exist when we're in the here and now. It doesn't have, there's, it can't survive in the here and now. Uh, so when that voice is the most prominent voice, it's because we're not present. Um, and the ego survives through inner dialogue. It survives, you know, through ensuring that your attention is everywhere else except for the here and now because it can't survive in the here and now. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> that is yeah. so interesting. Yeah. Um, so how do you distinguish the difference? And I'm, I mean, like, maybe you're, like, very well-practiced in this. You'd be like, that's easy. But for someone who's just kind of waking up to this, how do they tell the difference between, like, an intuitive voice? Because some people will hear, like, a voice or words will come and it's, like, their intuition. Sometimes it's just, like, a feeling or a sense. How do they distinguish between the voices of, like, this is just fear talking and this is, like, truth talking? Like, how how do you best describe the feelings of these different voices? Okay, so I can answer that in two ways. One, just so you know, the monthly audios, that's the purpose of them is okay. for you to for me to be able to go, okay, as a Scorpio, this is how your identity operates in this world and this is how you take information in, okay? And so when that voice is operating, it means that this is what's going on for you as a Scorpio. I know I'm not being detailed here, but one of the best ways is to bring, and this way I start working with, with anyone and everyone, um, is to bring your attention to the inner energy field of your body. So place both feet firmly flat on the ground and feel the sensations flowing through the inner energy field of your body. Practice the living daylights out of that. Like 
make sure that that's a practice that you have every single day as many times as you can throughout the day. That alone will support you to bring some calmness into the mind and body. A mind and body that is stressed has no access to intuition, no access to the here and now, no access to empowerment. So one of the ways that I use to get people to become present is relax the mind, relax the body. Then that way through a mind and body that is deeply relaxed, you'll have access to your intuition. But it's practice. It's a lot of practice, you know. So is that the first thing you tell people to do is just like feel the sensation, stand with your feet on the ground. Do you ever think it is more helpful like if you're barefoot like on the ground outside or doing like an earthing or grounding practice or does it not matter? I think each to their own because some people really believe that that matters and if that's what they believe and they should do that. Right. I don't feel like any of that stuff matters because sometimes you're not going to be in a place to be able to do that, you know. Uh, sometimes you're going to be on, on an aeroplane. How are you going to ground yourself? Like you can't say, to you, oh, shit, I can't ground myself. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're great. <laughs> you know? So you, I reckon we should be able to do that grounding no matter where we are. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I think I'm still working yeah. on that. Like I definitely notice that because I'm like a barefoot outside person and I've, I've, I'm like need to go outside with and put my barefoot on the, my bare feet on the ground and I remember I get really sick on airplanes and my sister had told me I don't know which culture it was I don't know if it's Indian culture but anyways when they go on an airplane they'll take like a little potted flower with them like with dirt and everything just to be like grounded it's like that reminder or whatever I think this is something that I'm totally working on And I'm happy you said that because I can feel myself getting too, like, I don't know, not in the here and now, not in the present. So I know going outside helps me a lot. But I think you just saying, like, practice this every single day, like, as much as you can every single day. Because that's not something I've made a practice of. Like, I'll go outside in the morning each morning and do, like, my earthing. But I had never thought about it in terms of, like, this is how I am open for business intuitively, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, you know, it's funny because uh, um, mindfulness is a 24-7 practice. It's not a chore and it's not something we we can't just do 10 minutes in the morning and then just get on with it because then who are you for the rest of your day? Right. If only 10 minutes you're present, then who, what's op- who's operating for the, re- the rest of the day, you know? So, Absolutely. It's, yeah. And it, sometimes it's just um, talking yourself through you know what just going to relax my mind I'm just going to relax my body anything to get your attention out of all of that thinking yeah out of your head absolutely that's something that I've been like practicing this year especially is just breathing like I don't even know how often I hold my breath like when I'm there's like a tense thought I will I like my stomach stops pumping or not my stomach but my lungs stop pumping like there's no air coming in and I'm just holding my breath so just what you're saying talking being like Amy breathe like just breathe you know because I don't think we are we think we're just living in our heads and there's all of these scary thoughts going on all of the time you know so yeah, yeah I like that you said that and yeah just that that's a good reminder that mindfulness is like it's 24 7 you know it's not like I did my meditation for the day, you know, and you're just done. I remember, I think it was Deepak Chopra who was saying, like, he just meditates, like, all the time. He can be talking and, like, meditating, you know, just 
being in that mindful place. Um, okay, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. So I want to kind of shift back into this intuitive lifestyle that you are living. Um, how do like your family or those around you, do they like, how do you own this power that you have? Was it ever scary to step into it and to be in this kind of like spiritual place and this career, I guess? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you know, interesting. I don't really, uh, I don't know that I would call myself a spiritual person only because of the, the stigma that it comes with nowadays. Um, and there are so many buzzwords now, you know, consciousness, presence, and they don't really mean what they once used to mean. So I do my best to steer very clear of the in- industry as much as possible. But um, my brother, Amir Zogi, he's, him and I are a year apart. Uh, you, he's brilliant. He does this work himself. He's an intuitive warrior, I would call. Um, and How then my so? young, what does that mean, a warrior? Well, if you look at um, he, he's been on um, stages all, all over the world and talking about intuition, talking about presence and you know empowerment and so forth. Um, and he's been doing that for years. His ability to ex- talk about the truth in a way that is really simplified and and understood. Is I think that's where his power is. Um, so he's a speaker. So he's been doing it for many, many years. My younger brother is a musician, uh, and so he's a composer, and he does all of his stuff intuitively as well. I have another brother. He does. He's not necessarily into this stuff the way that we are, but we all got it from my mum. Okay. So my mum taught us what we now know, and she spent her whole life, her entire life. Um, since we've been around, ensuring that, you know, uh, found ways to make sure that we are living what we're talking. So it can't, it runs in the family. Beautiful. Do you feel like you guys, like this family lineage is like particularly gifted or open this way? Or do you feel like everyone has access to these gifts? I believe that everyone has access to intuition. Um, everyone, it's like everyone has potential, but I don't know that a lot of people will use that or not. Right, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because I believe each each person's playing a different role, you know. Mm -hmm. If my role is here to share intuition in this form, then that's my role, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And I think, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever had your human design read? Or do you no, even I know what that is? Okay. I mean, it's it's like another one of these types of like systems that, you know, you're like broken into these different pieces. And anyways, one of them is called a projector. That's what I am. And anyways, but it's all about like the projector is kind of like the seer for the tribe. They're, they're like the birds sitting above, like looking around at the jungle, but like they're not the tiger. They're not, they're like, they're not the warrior one. They're just like the seer. So like, don't try to be the tiger. So yeah, just yeah. kind of going back to that of like, everyone's going to have the gifts for the roles that they're playing here. And exactly. so, yeah, I absolutely believe that, that like you guys are gifted yeah. in this way, but other people are gifted in different ways, but absolutely everyone yeah. is intuitive. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah. yeah. So your family gets it. Do you feel like your community that you're in gets it and like resonates with it, with what you guys do? Uh, certainly. I think so. I mean, by community, do you mean like friends and yeah. people? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Look, I gotta be honest. I my circle's very small. Yeah, like very, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, I spend a lot of my time on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I'm able to, you know, make sure that I dive deeper and deeper into who I am. So, but I, I guess, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know because I don't know that I hang out with that many people to say that yes, the community does. Right. right. 
I think here, like I was telling you about the culture here, is that it's almost kind of this, kind of like you were saying, I don't really like to associate with like the spiritual community because of all those buzzwords and what they mean. Here, it's like the religious community. It's like people get like, they don't even, if you're like a spiritual person, but you're not like a religious person, it's like they don't even want to use the word God because it's like, oh, that's so weighted, you know, and like, who, like, what is that? And so they'll use the word like universe or whatever. So here, if you're tapped into this way of living, it's almost this kind of like scary thing where you don't want people to know that like you're a little like woo and you're like going against the norm of religion, you know, because like I said, it's like very patriarchal and planned out that way. So I guess for my listeners, since a lot of them, not not all of them, of course, are in Utah, but I know that there is this like background of even here in the States feeling like this like intuitive woo place is kind of something to be embarrassed of so what message would you have for the girl or the guy who's wanting to like tap into this more but just feeling like it's I don't know a little bit embarrassing or scary or is going to be looked down on or their community is going to reject it like what message would you give to them uh well I mean first of all I think you're doing an amazing job I mean I didn't know you were in Utah. I I am. It's amazing that you're from the the place in the world that you're sitting in, the way you're putting the message out. I think it's amazing. So first of all, I want to take my hat off to you. I I really didn't know that that's where you were. I actually thought you were from L.A. No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so uh, what I would say to people is stay in your own lane, you know, and it doesn't matter if everybody around you or other people look up to you or look down. It doesn't make a difference. What matters is that you stay true to who you are, end of story. That's it, end of story. And, and I, I feel in order for us to stay true to who we are, we have to stay in our own lane. It's like me going, oh, you're, you're so good at podcasts. Now I'm going to do the same thing and go and interview people. That's yeah. not my lane. That's your lane. That's what you're really good at. My lane is, for example, writing horoscopes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but stay in your own lane. Yeah. But America's, in my experience and my brother's experience as well, I can't fully speak of him because we've done a lot of trips to America, uh-huh. uh, in particular LA. Yeah. And I found the client base I've got in in the US is way more open than anywhere else. No way, really? Way more oh, open. see, I don't know because I interviewed someone else who lives in Australia about natal charts. And so she was like kind of woke. And then I I feel like I know a lot of people who I follow on Instagram that they're in Australia that I'm like, what are you guys doing down there? How is everyone like awakened? I don't know. And I, I also had a healer here in Utah who she's originally from Australia and she's like this energy worker. So in my head, I'm like, everyone there is like so cool and like very open to this way of thinking and just open-minded. Whereas I feel like my opinion is it's very close-minded here not in LA like in LA like of all places I feel like it's very open but maybe just here or probably Midwest as well I don't know yeah. I mean yeah, I, hear, I hear you saying yeah. LA is very open but they're open to lots of different things and so they're an interesting culture <laughs> yeah oh so cool okay so standing barefoot on the ground being present feeling like the energy flowing through you. Do you have any other tips for strengthening intuition, tapping and tapping into intuition? Well, the the good the good news is intuition doesn't need to be strengthened. It's already there. It doesn't need to be worked on. Yeah. And um whether you're standing or sitting or lying down, it doesn't matter whether you're barefoot or not, it doesn't matter. What's important is for you to like while I'm speaking with you, 
part of my attention is in the inner energy field of my body, right? Because I want to make sure that I'm completely present with what you're saying mm -hmm. and also with my responses. So the responses are coming from the space that is authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Not some made up version of, you know, what I think you want to hear. Um, but is bringing your attention to the inner energy field and relax the mind, relax the body. If you get anything from this podcast and those people that are listening, relax your mind, relax your body. And do that again. Just keep relaxing the mind and body. It will come to you. The intuitive hit will go to each person in the way that they need to receive it. Okay. I don't believe anyone can tell you how to use your intuition. Mm -hmm. do, you think, do you think that intuition lives somewhere different for each person? Like some people like will feel it in their heart or their gut or I don't know. Do you feel like yeah. it lives somewhere different? I feel like it lives in the now, intuition, and so each person may feel it in a different way through their body, but when they're present, that's when they can feel intuition. Okay. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. That is yeah. so cool. Okay, so Gazelle, tell us what kind of offerings that you have for people to be able to access you and what kind of information you have because you have these monthly things, but I want to hear about all these offerings you have. Okay, cool. Uh, so bondiguru.com. Um, I, what, what people can do is get us, there's a product we call my Bondi guru. And in that you receive the monthly forecast. So monthly forecast is a coaching audio. Basically I'm coaching you through the entire month via an audio. I also do like a live group session. Uh, each month, everybody gets together. You can ask as many questions as you like. I get to meet you. You get to meet me and we continue. And also in the My Bondi Guru, there's a private Facebook page where, again, uh, there's extra videos and audios and any information that you might need. Um, but on top of that, what I'm super excited about is the 2020 because we're moving into 2020. That's the stuff I'm working on right now. What's um, going on? Uh -huh, for each, well, each star has their own theme, okay. right? So. For 2020, the Scorpios will have their own theme, which I can't say right now. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> so I'll give it that, that one away. Wait, is it and good then, or is it bad? Tell me that. Just kidding. I can tell you something. It's 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 never a bad thing. It's okay. not possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love that. Is it good or bad? <laughs> uh, but the what, I, what it is is a toolkit. So I've created a toolkit for each star sign for 2020 where it'll have a meditation that's specifically designed for the Scorpio based on the theme, so you would use that meditation to ground you and support you to be present for the entire year. Uh, and then there's the theme audio, which is what is your theme, how does it impact you, how does it impact every choice you make? Because a lot of people are not aware of how their choices are impacted by the theme of the year that they're in. And the final audio is a snapshot of 2020, what it's going to look like for you and certain things to look out for. So that's available at my Bondi Guru. Uh, sorry. Bondiguru.com. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's, Very yeah, exciting. Do yeah. people ever schedule just like one-on-one -on -one personal sessions with you? They do. I, I do get a lot of that. At the moment, I'm not taking any one-on-one. -on -one. I don't actually have the time for one-on-one -on -one sessions. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I've got a lot of programs that I put out and that will happen in 2020. So yeah. cool. You have big things coming. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. incredible. Okay, I have another just question that popped into my head. So you, I mean, you're doing a lot. You're talking to a lot of people. You're helping a lot of people tap into their intuition and find the truth within them. And you were saying when you do these star um, sign horoscopes, these intuitive horoscopes, you feel yeah. for like three minutes, you feel what it's like to be that sign, you know? Yeah. 
So yeah. how do you protect your energy so you're not absorbing all of this from different people? Because a lot of people have asked me that when they're just saying yeah. like, I feel like I'm absorbing all of this stuff and I don't know how to set up like basically energetic boundaries. Yeah, I hear that. And that's becoming more and more common these days. So I hear a lot about that one. Uh, look, uh, I can tell you over the years I've done it. I haven't done that. Um, and I've had a lot of burnouts and, and, you know, a lot of exhaustion from other people's energies. These days what I do is I just keep bringing my attention back into the here and now. At the end of the day, just make sure that I'm present and I close off everything that's happened that day and just move on. I don't give it much thought. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like in the process of like you and I even having this conversation right now, I feel the more grounded I am, then the less likely I am to take on what might be your stuff. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, I don't know the ritual around it. Yeah. Um, very careful of who I spend my time with though. Right. And I think it is. Maybe that is the trick of just staying grounded and present in you. Because like you were saying, I just don't give it much attention because it's like, I guess where attention goes energy flows then right so I guess if you're just grounded and present in you then that's where your attention and energy goes so exactly cool. so if there is something that doesn't match I'm like oh that doesn't feel true and so then keep bring my attention to you now yeah okay cool there's only one energy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Okay, very, very cool. Um, you said that you have this small group of people. Is that you just setting boundaries or is that you? Because I feel like boundaries is like another buzzword. But even when you were talking about November's um, Scorpio like reading, yeah. you're at, like the word that came into my head was boundaries. And I'm like, oh, where's the, where do I need to set boundaries or whatever? Do you feel like you've set those boundaries and put them in place just to kind of protect yourself? Certainly I've gotten better at setting the boundaries um, and more and more these days I, I'm just like, you know what, I'm not going to spend time hanging out with this person, for example, just not in the place. I don't, I'm not interested in, in their thought process. Often I find people sit down, in my experience, probably because of the work that I do, uh, they want to talk about what's going on in their lives and fair enough, you know. Um, but there's a time and place for that. So people go, oh, I'd love to take you out for dinner or hang out with you. But really it's just that they can get some feedback or, you mm -hmm. know, and it's, and I don't like talking about this stuff when I'm not working. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. I think it's hard though, because, oh, in my experience, a lot of the times the boundaries that need to be set are with the people that are like closest to you. And I mean that in like, it's like the familial relationships that you're like, oh, you shouldn't set boundaries with those because it's like family and it seems it's like it's like this obligatory kind of thing. But you're like, well, those are sometimes the people that you maybe need to set up some boundaries with the most. And maybe it's not always family, but it's usually these closest people that kind of can like yeah. reach on in this way. At least that's my. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, so when you talk about boundaries, like what is a boundary that you're actually setting? So I think, I think I say yes a lot of times when I want to say no. And so okay. I think my boundary is I would like to say no because it doesn't sound fun and I feel like it'd be draining for me. Um, but I say yes because it's what I should do, if that makes sense. And so for me, I'm trying to figure out the shoulds. And I always say that. Like, I hate the word should. Like, don't should on me. I'm not going to should on you. Like, just don't should. 
But I think I have a lot of those for me where I'm like, I don't want to, but I feel like I should. And so for me, when you said that, I was like, oh, boundaries. And when you said it tied to mental health, I feel like that's what it is. Like when I think about my mental health, it's because I'm doing things still that don't light me up, but it's because it's certain relationships that I feel like I should be there so then for. Does that I hear that. Yeah, it does. And so if you don't mind me throwing this in, um, here I can talk. Yeah. So then what I would do is like if I was working with somebody, instead of getting them to set boundaries, because I feel like sometimes people are not very clear on what a boundary, what does it mean to you, right? I would go as far as, okay, whoever you're doing the should with, find out why you feel you should, you know, uh, go to that place with that person in particular. And because you've given your power to that person, but why have you given it to that person? What is it that you want them to think of you? Or what do you want to gain from them that you don't have, you feel like you don't already have within yourself? Right. So that's, you don't actually need to set the boundary. Because sometimes we set boundaries, uh, as you said, to protect ourselves. But I don't know that we're protecting ourselves. I feel like we're cl- shutting ourselves off to what's really going on. Right. So maybe address the fact that okay well I've got power in you because I want you to think I'm a really good person because deep down that's not I don't think that I am okay well don't you think that you are deep down then keep dropping 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 right that's when you as I'm thinking as I'm like dropping down as you're talking um I think what it was was when you're asking why like why do I have these shows I think it's because because I've stepped away from this certain like religion and way of thinking and found my own truth and I'm living it I sometimes feel like the way I think isn't accepted by people and so if I'm spending time with these people who don't think the same as me I feel like they have more credence to like say their truth or live their truth than I do does that make sense because that's the norm and that's what I grew up in but I've stayed in it so when I go back to those places I'm like oh I feel like I don't have to play the role anymore but I don't feel totally comfortable showing up as like me and just like talking about the random stuff that I believe in and so maybe that's why it feels a little bit deadening because I'm like I don't want to go but I feel like I should but it's like it feels like I can't really show up there like completely unmasked if that makes sense so maybe that's what it was you know of just feeling like oh it just feels like icky because no one wants to show up to places where you don't feel like yourself you know I know but people do it all the time it's true (laughs) but also then I would go as far as saying then there's there's some you haven't fully yet accepted your because you talk about the word well they might not accept you know let's say the realm that you're in maybe there's a part of you within you that hasn't fully yet accepted it doesn't mean you go and hang out with them but the purpose of that is to recognize okay where have I not accepted it once that drops in for you whether you go or not becomes irrelevant right and I think it's also true you had mentioned earlier and I've talked about it in other podcasts that everything is mirrored back to you right so if I have if I'm having this like insecurity about it like like you were just saying part of me isn't okay with it or feels like some shame about it and I think that's true I think I just have this because I'm pretty open with like my tribe here like the community everyone that listens to cafe binge or follows me on instagram like I'm open so like there's no secrets and I did like a whole podcast about just like airing all of my shadow stuff just like this is what's been going on like everything from like relationships to religion to whatever or like money issues like all of these different things I just like wanted it out but like the people closest to me didn't even listen to the podcast or don't even follow me on Instagram and so 
I think for me, I'm like, I get like offended by it, but maybe it's just that mirroring aspect that like, I'm not okay with it. Or I don't know if I fully just stepped in and was okay. I, I feel like him, but obviously there's a part of me that still feels like embarrassed or something. Otherwise I don't feel like this would be showing up in this way. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Well, I, I would go as far as say, asking myself, why do I need the people closest to me to follow me? Because see, those types of questions can really empower you to keep dropping deeper within yourself to better understand yourself. Well, why is it so important for me that those, you know. I and think because it's family and family feels so like, I think also because in where I grew up, like this Mormon religion, family was everything. And they, it's not only family now, it's like eternal family and you're together forever. And you're, you're like, sealed together in these temples because of like you want to be together as a family forever so family is huge and I'm like I don't even know how to get away from that like having to like please your family all the time I don't know like I feel like it runs deep I need to like rewire or something well if you recognize your expectations then you don't need to rewire just acknowledging it is what's going to help it well that's the first yeah to be super honest with yourself that because if it's important for you that they follow you, there's nothing wrong with it being important to you. I want to make that clear. Okay. It's okay. just in that way you can go, holy moly, I don't want to swear again. But I can see because it's my mom, so my expectation of a mother is X, Y, Z. But there's no truth in that. Okay. So then how you hold that person in your life to a particular um, limitation and your relationship with that person can never be truly authentic based on your expectations of who you think they're supposed to be. Yeah. And that's that's being passed down to you as well. So that's where like know. dropping the history. I think that's where dropping my personal history comes into play, right? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah, I feel like I have all these little insights into my life right now. Very cool. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I have just one final question and then we can wrap things up. Do you feel like if you could maybe tap in right now, or if you can't, it's totally fine, but for like the collective whole Cafe Binge listenership, is there like an intuitive message that's coming for them right now? Uh, (laughs) I just put you right on the spot and it's okay if there's not. Everybody can go. No, I'm kidding. Um, You know what? If there is ever anything, it's just stay in your own lane. Don't worry about anybody else. doesn't matter who's made it, who hasn't made it, or forget all the stories. Stay in your own lane. Get present and focus on what's in front of you. Yeah. Own the thing that is in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's beautiful. Stay in your own lane. There's no traffic when you're on your own lane, right? Just cruise. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, so Gazelle, how do people get in contact with you if they want reading or want to join these monthly memberships or want to tap into 2020 and see what's coming? How do they find you? They can go to bondiguru.com. Okay. Um, so everything will be there. Or you can find me on Instagram, which is bondiguru as well. Okay, perfect. And everyone <laughs> listening, follow her right now on bondiguru on Instagram because I'm not even joking. Like every single, like even when I launched Globinge, this course that I had, that I just closed, but um, every message, like when I was feeling like doubtful about it or feeling exhausted, like I would, I would literally seek out your account and be like, I wonder what she's going to say about that today. And it was always spot on in like a really, really, really beautiful and empowering way. And I think that's why I like your messages as well is because they're always empowering. It's never like doom and gloom. And I think... 
in astrology, people can kind of go that way, especially when it's like, ah, like retrograde is coming and like, ah, like be careful and all everything is going to like go to crap, you know, but yeah. your messages are like always beautiful, always hopeful and like very gentle with any direction or things you need to be aware of. So anyways, everyone go follow her, Bondi Guga, right this second. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you it. Are, and I really enjoyed hanging out with you. Hey, I did as well. Thank, and honestly, thank you. I feel like honestly just having like a little bit more insight into my life right now and just you asking those questions because I feel like I wanted to say like I was totally like shadow free and had like no shame about anything and like no stories, but it's not true. It's absolutely not if I'm feeling like any type of, I don't know, just embarrassment or feeling less than then there's yeah. still something that I need to work on. And I know that to be true. So anyways, thank you for giving that insight to me because that was beautiful and what I needed, honestly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I totally enjoyed talking to you. Yeah, me too. And let me know when you're going to release so I can put it out, let my people know. and I absolutely my- will. I absolutely will. Yeah, I will. And cool. then I will put all of your information in the show notes for people to find you and all of those yeah. links, okay? Cool. And me too. And I'll send it out to my database. Make sure people find you. Yay. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Gazelle. You too. I'll catch you soon. Okay. We'll see you. You guys. So as I was ready to launch this podcast, an idea came to my head and it is the 13th today. And I thought because Gazelle has already released today's horoscopes, I thought that I would just read each of your horoscopes one after the other so if you're not interested in this you can just turn it off you can look her up on instagram but if you're driving if you want to hear your intuitive horoscope for today the 13th spoken aloud then just stay tuned i'm going to start with pisces pisces Someone put an idea down some time ago and everyone followed this idea and today you come to realize that this idea was never your idea and it doesn't serve you and the way you choose to live. Someone wrote a book many moons ago about success and you realize today that that book doesn't serve you and that person's idea of success doesn't work for you at all. Someone some time ago talked about how life should be and so many people fell for it and today you realize that no one on this planet can tell you how to live your best life. I don't care who they are or what they claim to know, your best life comes from you. Come back to yourself, dear Pisces, and you'll know what your best life is. Beautiful. Okay, next up is Aquarius. Aquarius, you realize that some of the rules you have been living by are no longer working for you, dear Aquarius, and so then it's time to change things up again. I wouldn't worry about the idea that you ought to be doing something and keeping the same routine and so on. For the Aquarius, this doesn't work. If anything, it keeps you stuck in identities and limitations, and so changing things up in your life as often as you can is what will enable you to experience more parts of yourself, and to be honest, I don't care what anyone says about these words. I know for certain that your power is in choosing to be spontaneous and taking actions and routines that allow you to experience more of who you are. Next up is Capricorn. 
Capricorn, today you have to invite the quiet into your space, dear Capricorn. And I say this because there are some very powerful answers that are turning up in your sphere for you. And these are answers you have been in search of for longer than we can both remember. So then do what you have to do to ensure that you have some alone time and that you can create a quiet space in your alone time and then let the answers drop in. Write it down if you feel to do so and then work on the answers by recognizing what actions each answer needs and then make your moves. You have some pretty damn amazing moves that you have the opportunity to make. Please create room today. The next is Sagittarius, which says, Focus, dear Sagittarius, and focus real good. Give all of your energy to being as super focused as you can be right now in your life. In fact, between now and the end of the year, your life calls for you to be super focused. Know what you want and damn it, do what you love. Do more of what you love and you won't have room to do the things you don't love. But if you keep doing the things you don't love, then you won't have room to do the things you love. And yes, it's as simple as this and all of what I'm saying is based on your mindset and so then perhaps where you need to do the most work is on your mindset. And truth be told, you are no stranger to hard work and to putting in the work, so get it and get it done. The next is Scorpio. Ooh, Scorpio, what's up, guys? That's me, Scorpio. You'll be pleased with the options that become available to you today, dear Scorpio. And you realize that the magnitude of each option is because of how open you are to choosing to be. You realize that what you give to life is now what you are getting back from life and this is such a wonderful feeling. You realize today that you have so much more power when you believe in yourself and when you believe in the choices that you are making and you always know which choice is from your heart and which choice is from your head. A very empowering choice that has been sitting on the back burner for most of 2019 will finally come face to face with you and you'll finally have the power to make this choice. Whoa, okay. Wow, so you guys, pretty soon I will tell you what's up next for Cafe Binge, but this message is everything I needed to hear today. Um, the next up is Libra which says, I love that you are rising right now, dear Libra, and I love that you are going to focus on this rise and stop giving your attention to the doubts and the negative voices that want to keep you where you have been. For such a long time, I love that you are now moving forward and I love that you are going to show them all what you are made of. And I also want to remind you, my friend, that you have nothing to prove to anyone. I know so often people do what they do because they want to prove others wrong or prove to the world what they can do, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. However, I am saying to you right now that you don't have anything to prove to anyone on this planet. Nothing. Next up is Virgo. Virgo. You'll let go of the need for validation today, dear Virgo. And my goodness, this opens up so much space in your heart and mind. You have no idea of the possibilities that are about to show up in your life thanks to the space that opens up for you today. And you can thank yourself for choosing to be open no matter what the circumstances have been saying of late. 
you sure have been through it and choosing to stay open is what has been the game changer for you. An insight about relationships is going to show you the power of open and clear communication. No matter how hard it is, you are always better off being open and clear in your communication and today you learn this. The next up is Leo, which says, something is changing from the deepest part of your being. And this means that the change is authentic and it's one of those changes that will change so much of your life in the best of ways. Of course, it won't all happen overnight and just as well because that can create overwhelm and you don't need that right now, dear Leo. If anything, today you are best to put your feet on the ground and smile the deepest smile that you can smile and say thank you to life for being where you are. Remember that being humble is the key to your success, and it's far too often that we all forget how damn good we have it. Far too often, and so today, let us remember and let us be thankful. The next is cancer. If you bet against the choices you are making, then you are not certain about the choices you are making, dear cancer. You have to make the choices that you will never bet against no matter what. I'm not saying there won't be mistakes, and I am saying that the mistakes we make are supportive to learn from. However, the same mistakes shouldn't be made over and over again. And it feels to me that you need to get super real with yourself today so that you are not creating the same mistakes again. I'll say this loud and clear. Make the choices that feel most true for you and make sure you don't ever bet against these choices. You have to know that they are the best choices. The next is Gemini, which says, something is stirring your heart and soul right now, dear Gemini, and it's pushing you to fly. And yes, you are at the edge right now, and it's a matter of jumping and knowing that you will fly. Okay, so please understand that this is a metaphor. I'm not suggesting you jump off any cliffs. I get the feeling that you are feeling deep in your heart that it's time for you to fly. And this then means your wings are ready now. Your wings are ready the moment you realize you are ready to take flight and no, you don't need to test them. There's no testing here. There's only making the jump to take the flight. And once again, this is a metaphor. Please take time to feel into what this metaphor represents for you today. The next step is Taurus. Give your attention to what matters to you right now, dear Taurus. Don't give your attention to everyone who seems to think they know better than you about being you. Forget what everyone else around you is saying and focus on what is loud and clear on the inside. I am saying this today because it feels to me that your heart is loud and clear right now and it requires all of your attention. Whether you sign that piece of paper or not at all comes down to what your heart says. And no, your logic won't agree with your heart because your logic doesn't understand matters of the heart and therefore will want you to do what it can measure and understand. The next up is Aries. Aries, you already know that your life is all about moving forward now, dear Aries. So don't waste a moment of your time with the past or convincing yourself that you can't do this. Yes, you can. And yes, you do have it in you. And yes, you will succeed in what you love to succeed. 
You've got this so long as you are moving forward. All you have to do right now is hold your head up high and focus only on moving forward in your life. And part of moving forward in your life is being in the here and in the now of your life. The magic you are looking for exists only in the now of your life. A very clear message is knocking down every door you have closed and it feels to me that the world is opening up to you. So I hope you listened. If you guys made it to the end, I hope you listened and felt into the truth of these intuitive messages. And I'm so excited to see what kind of magic happens for you when listening to these intuitive horoscopes and how they resonate with you and relate to your life right now. Because like I said, mine have coordinated to my life in like mystical, magical, literal ways and it's been so cool it's been so cool to see and it's so cool to see someone like Gazelle Lowe living her truth and tapping into her intuitive powers and creating this magical space for us so like I said go give Bondi Guru a follow if you're interested in learning more or working with her you can find information there or on her website her Instagram is Bondi Guru, which is B-O-N-D-I-G-U-R-U. Thank you, Gazale, for being on the show, and thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge Podcast. Until next time, may you notice all the wonderful, beautiful, binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every last drop taste them, cherish them because life was meant to be beautiful. Find me at cafebinge.com or on Instagram at cafebinge. Take me out to cafe binge tonight.